all have circumstances in our lives that challenge us. Get Made with Greg Harris. It might just save your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Get Made Show with Gregory Harris. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, people. Greg Harris here. G. Blackwell Harris, a.k.a. Out. Streaming to you live on BBS radio station, one largest internet radio station in the world. Uh, from Hollywood, California, with the Get May Show. Welcome to the show this week. Uh, for anyone out there joining us live, I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, for any time that you're able to spend a, uh, a minute or an hour or five minutes, whatever time you have with us, whether it's live or whether it's on the podcast, I just want to you know thank you. I just let you know I appreciate it. Uh, you can call in. We do have a toll-free number here, 888-627-6008, should you have a burning desire or you want to talk on the topic or off the topic, for that matter, about a particular subject, you know, that's meaningful that we can go somewhere with. And, you know, that's a, you have a burning desire in your heart that you'd like to talk about. Feel free to call in. Uh, as I like to do, um, <laughs> this was a heck of a week. I usually like to start the show off about the news items that interest me or that I may be able to form into any of my experience that I've had or something of you know, main or major interest uh, throughout the week. But this week, as we all know, was just uh, the passing of the Queen of Soul. First of all, Miss Rita Franklin, rest in peace. And, uh, of course, Senator John McCain, rest in peace. And just, you know, I got an opportunity to watch both. And I say an opportunity because, which I'll get to, I'm blessed just to be able to watch the TV the way I do. You know, just so when, when I'm able to watch these things like this, very moving for me and very emotional because, you know, my own loved ones, my mother and sisters, rest in peace. So to both of them. And uh, <clears throat> it's very powerful. It was very moving, very emotional. It was very powerful for me. Very different. You know, and it's like uh, in a good way in a good way, because it's a process. It reminded me, for me, that it's a process. That's John McCain. Like him or not, he did what he did. He lived his life the way he did. You know, and it was blasted on every channel that I turned to. So that's big to me. He went out big. And then Aretha. So, you know, she got her just due going out. Because she wasn't here, actually. But, you know, for the body, for us to look at and celebrate and so forth, and commemorate and honor. Just a, just a big ticket, both. So it was a big week in that way, in that regard. <clears throat> Pardon me, for funerals, for, for the both of them. And yeah, just uh, also during uh, Senator McCain's uh, uh, you know, commencements that we were talking about, I saw where President Bush Looked like he snuck President Obama's wife, Michelle Obama, a box of mints. I guess everyone saw that on CNN or whatever. And uh, it was just a human, cool move. 
but they shared those type of moves together. There was another human cool move that they have. You know, that's just, in my opinion, that the country needed. You know what I mean? And I feel everybody liked it, you know, just like including Obama and the, his expression. Obama was in on it, just looking down. It's just It was just a good look, you know, in, in their own way, just for them. Nothing to copy over or paint, you know, or just that moment. It was just good right there. It was needed. And it was a good send off for the senator as well as the Queen of Soul, Miss Rita Franklin. And just, you know, in the lighter side of news, back, you know, 95-year-old guy married an 81-year-old woman. That was pretty amazing to me because, you know, my motto is uh, be useful for all my days. And he strutted to the pulpit with the thing, getting married with the lady and, and tipped away with a nice strut. Not a spring chicken, 90, 95 years old. She's a youngster. 81 years old, he got him a youngster. He was happy. He said, I didn't believe she would marry me. I'm like, man, you got it. So, yeah, it was just a good thing to see that. And just uh, that was just a good, amazing feeling to see, you know, it don't stop unless you stop it or some, you know, health reasons or whatever. But as far as still being able, it don't stop until you stop it. I don't go around telling people that. But that's just something I like to live by for myself because, I, you know, I, as I said on previous shows, I pass out dollars all day to people hanging around. That's their job. I figure to hang out and collect dollars. So but they're able bodied people. So, I mean, but I don't stand there and tell them, hey, if you're able, you know, you know, just here's a dollar. Let me just keep going. It's easier that way for me. So he may not want to, or need to hear or want to hear about how useful he is. He's being useful. He's standing there holding the door waiting on his dollar. So here you go. So at any rate, back on the darker side of news, just right in the middle, actually. A dark side a little bit because the guy passed, but I'm sure the listeners out there heard about the Uber guy, the Uber driver down in Florida. And I, I feel that if it's anything going to happen crazy in this country, with that gun law that they have in Florida, the way they have it, this you know, stand your ground, this hold your own, and you know that. And the guy, the Uber guy, shot the guy in self-defense down there, and uh, they, actually the guy who got shot had to come in the way, he, from what it looked like on the film, from what I saw, the way he walked towards the car. I'm a driver myself, but it was the thing is he just happened to run into the wrong guy because the guy that he stepped to was a police cadet, trainee, you know, and had some type of skills with a firearm on him and registered with a permit. So he was fully loaded in all aspects, ready. The only thing he needed was a guy to run towards him and say, I got a gun. And that's what he got. So it was perfect for him. So it's like the fool who ran towards him, you know, it's another backstory behind that. He thought it was his girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, so it's just a lot behind that. It doesn't even matter. Because they told the guy who shot him, hey, you can go home before your dinner gets cold. Just, you know, yeah, self-defense. The guy was bogus. Got it right on film. And as far as what's going on in the White House, I don't know. I mean, I, just I, I, nothing I actually written had written down for it or anything, but it's just that it looked like they're still running out of the White House like, you know, somebody yelled fire or bomb or something like that. You know, all while the economy gets stronger around the country. 
even here in Cali, the least place. You know, so I mean, it's it, to me. I'm I'm everywhere, so it's apparent to me. I see it. It's I mean, a person could tell me one thing, but <laughs> I try I got to trust what I'm looking at. So it's booming. In fact, I'll tell you that way. So everything's going out here. The economy is steamrolling. Maybe let me put a little planer for you. Let me put it like this: can't miss. How's that? That type of thing. Like the stock market. The stock market is taking off like a scalded dog. It's running. So it's like, uh, it looks like what I just explained to you. The stock market looked like what I just explained to you. It's steamrolling. It's moving. Whether it's stop, take a break, correction, whatever. It's steamrolling. It's what it is. So yeah, all while my man is, uh, going through his, you know, travels over there. But from one thing I did observe, I I, I got to admit, I, I pay attention to body language from time to time and so forth, and even my own. And it looked like Trump's walk changed. I don't know if I'm the only one noticed it. Probably nobody else, I don't know. But just from the last time I saw him on there walking from an Air Force I believe it was Air Force One to the tarmac or whatever. Looked like his walk changed. So that's something to look look for. Out here, on another note with this news thing, it was real surprising to me, strange and a little wacky. Was And I've never noticed the lady until this incident, but the actress, Vanessa Marquez, out here. We're in the Pasadena area which is a little northeast of, uh, just really north, shy northeast of Hollywood, but northeast of L.A. A little old lady from Pasadena. That area. And uh, she killed by police. When I saw that, I just got still and turned the television up at the office and just got quiet because it was unbelievable. Like, okay, what does this have to do with the rest of the crazy stuff that goes on every day that when you, something happens in TV, you have to get quiet and turn up, you know, the volume and what have you. It's one of those times. But, okay, actress shot by LAPD. Let me turn this up a little higher because this doesn't fit into anything. Not a little, little actress getting shot by the big old bad, you know, LAPD. So, listen to me. I'm like, wow. It's just taking a turn. Not just, I'm just, this is not a doom and gloom type of show. This is a solution type of, of show. That's what type of show it is. But just to say, I looked at that and said, okay. Like, I'm not a horrified or it was horrific to me type of guy at all, period. Even if I tried to fake it, I couldn't do it. So, but I looked at it, and I guess I'm an aghast type guy. Something new for me. Because that's how I felt. It just, like, what? Man, I, I don't know the lady. But I do know her. After they showed her on TV, I've seen her, of course, once, maybe twice. But after they showed her, okay, I do feel I know her, like, as an actress, you know, on TV. Not personally. But, oh, man, I'm like, okay. 
was probably mental health. They said mental health, mental health. But she walked outside with a BB gun that resembled a real gun. That's gun. No, let's put it this way. She walked outside with a gun because the LAPD won't know it's a BB gun. You walked outside with a gun. So even if just my opinion, a person that's under a spell Got to know from all the television and all the ads and Facebook and Instagram and power and empire and every other show that you watch or may not watch. Everybody know if you hold a gun up, they're going to shoot. Even if your mind shut off, you, you know, your spirit know as a human, if you hold a gun at the LAPD, Here's what you're going to get. It's just immediate. It's it's like one answer. It's one answer. Not either this or that. Like I say, there's always a choice. No choices. You point any kind of gun at the LAPD and they're all lined up telling you, hey, put it down. It's one answer. That's one thing they're going to give you. They're going to give you all of it. And that's what they did. But it was a shame that they did it to this young lady like this. See? So... It could be a case of the fuckets. Back to that. That's why I say it's good to know what you aim your fucking because we all have it. We all not just suffer from it, but we all possess it. In my opinion, I believe I've seen quite a few people show me that they have a fucking, whether it's in a good way or a bad way or taking a plunge or just shooting the breeze. Like I say, I'm a pretty observant person, so it's pretty easy for me to see. So it seemed like a case of the fuck. It's because of the BB gun, which wasn't a BB gun until we knew it was a BB gun after they said it on the news, meaning, you know, the viewers like myself. It's a gun. So, you know, immediately, you know what you're going to get from that. So any that aside from that, just... There's another huge uh, gang sweep that they're doing against the feds and local police here, Central Cali, which is up near uh, where they pick strawberries up there in Central Valley uh, and near Fresno, other side of Bakersfield. And they did a huge gang sweep and here in L.A. too, uh, I imagine MS-13. That's going to be huge. And that goes back into the system. If I've, I believe I've mentioned it on other shows. Just taking a squirt of water here. That uh, now's not a good time to go to jail. Any jail. Doesn't matter. Because, you know. The struggle goes on. The power struggle. It's like everything's a turf, even if it's just a corner. Everything can become a turf. Everything can be an area can become a turf. And it's just that coupled with the, and I got to say, I've said it before. I just I need a violin to go along with what I'm saying, to play along. Not that it's so sad or anything, but it's just the same thing repeated. That along with the mindset, the anger, the angered mindset of today. I mean, I see anger all over the place. 
all type of anger. At different, I mean, it's not even racial all the time. It's just all different types. So I got to say it like that. All different types of it. So it's like an angered society. You can imagine, if you have any imagination, what the anger level is like inside, especially at a high level. So this, this jail is just not a place to go to. And not only that, the police, are, the police, the jailers, law enforcement feel in some kind of way right now. You just have to know that. It, well, I don't break the law. Well, I don't break the law either. Any laws. But it's still good to know that because you never know what's for you down the street. You don't know what hole down there you just may have to experience. I don't know either. I mean, like I say, I'm not a doom and gloom type of guy, just a reality guy, because I've met up and associated myself with too many the hell you doing in here type of people. And they just it's just stumble. You know, that's what happens. Those are the type of people the show was geared for initially. You know, the JPPS show, because guys who go back and forth to jail know what the hell to do or whatever. But the thing is, let me get you from the front. You know, my entire uh, mission and mission statement with this thing is to get you from the front and assist you in making yourself to alleviate and miss a whole lot of things you could you normally may have to just experience it unless you just still have to experience it. But oftentimes, you know, it's an old saying, as I said before, you get paid for what you know and charged for what you don't know. And that's why they charge you. But I didn't know. I didn't know that was a lot. We, I don't know. That's why we're charging you. That's what the whole charge thing is about. And as it says in this courtroom, ignorance is no excuse of the law. So, you get paid for what you know. You got an attorney, that's what you got to do. You charge for what you don't know. You're the payee. And you got to pay with your ass if you got to go to jail or whatever else, meaning you got to sit down. You know, so that. So, this show is geared and based on that to assist you just in your walk, whatever your walk is. I don't know it. I can't see it through, you know, through the radio here or the internet. So as I said, we're BBS radio, the largest live internet radio streaming network on the planet. I'm on channel one. My name is G Blackwell Harris, AKA G Blackwell. And I'm blessed today because, you know, I've, I've done my share of time a little bit more than my share. And my blessing comes in the form of just being here today just to tell you about it. You know, and I'm oftentimes you'll hear it in my voice. I don't mind telling you I'm satisfied with it because that's a blessing in itself because I'm able to talk. Not I'm, I'm able to tell you about it. I'm able, just I'm able to talk. See, because there's some guys in jail or some guys going to jail or some guys getting out of jail. I can't talk. Believe it or not. Let's not even talk about jail. It's somebody in the hospital, it's someone in a home, it's someone they shut in that cannot talk. See? So, and I can talk. I've been through this stuff. And I can tell you about the stuff and some more stuff that I saw while I was walking or maybe riding. 
So that's a blessing in itself. And all those things, there's things I do. It's just not even a big deal, but it's a huge deal at the same time. And that's what brand me, you know, that's what. And, you know, I had a topic for today and the topic I had for today's show was. What's your brand of genius? You know, and that's what, you know, like, like me, I'm a G. My G stands for quite a few things. And, you know, I'm, I'm a G. In whatever I do. So my genius, the brand of it, the reason why I say made and get made and I'm made and talk about being made is because my brand of genius is respected across the lines. If it wasn't, I wouldn't want to wear it, not just wear the name. I wouldn't want to wear it like I wear a shirt. I wouldn't want to walk out of my place with it and jump in my car, my vehicle and say good morning or hello to anybody with my brand of genius. See, that's my brand. Me. That's my brand of genius. So the topic was your brand of genius or genius. If you're a genius or your brand of correctional officer or your brand of driver or your brand of husband. You see, or your brand of brother. What kind of brand is it? You know, of your brand. But I like saying genius because I know a lot of G's. The same, you know, the same type of G, meaning you can take that G and apply it in many places, good places. You know, you could put the G for grace. You could put it for greatness. You can use it in alignment with God. You see? So, you and you know, you could put it with game if you feel you got some game. I mean, because I got a whole nother subject about game. So you can use a G for game. Uh, quite a few things, in, in my opinion. I use it for Greg. See? And it's a thing. Uh, and I'm not trying to. <laughs> For sh not to put anyone down or put myself up or put myself down either. Because I, you know, I walk and as I said earlier, and I'll say on every show, my own brand of greatness. I don't have to. I don't wonder, wander or anything about it. As I said, I wear it. I walk with it every day. It's what it is. It's not for anyone to like or any of that. It's just it's what it is. I wear it. And if it happens to work for me, double blessed. Because it's damn sure what it is. So, the grand brand of grace. I mean, for instance, let me just say this. This does like two things. When I see something, I drive and I deal with quite a few people out here in the Hollywood, Los Angeles, Beverly Hills area. In the past, I've dealt with quite a few people across the country, quite a few across the world. When I say brand of great, I know G's from every nationality, whether it's Jewish G's, Russian G's, Armenian G's, Hispanic, black, white, Irish G's, G's from England, G's from Haiti. It doesn't matter. I know people from all over the place. I mean, on dial. That's I consider and I'm sure they consider themselves a G you know, in quite a few areas, male and female. So, 
I mean, just on different levels. And you wouldn't know just from looking at it until just on the female side of things, she just happened to let me know just through her conversation and way. And, you know, I pick it up and I'm like, okay, this one here is no joke. Just as beautiful, this great, beautiful heart, give you whatever. She's a G. Don't get it twisted. So in a good way, in a good way, in a great way, because you align yourself with greatness. So you don't even deserve to have the G on there on yourself. So like when I see I drive a lot of guys out here and, you know, they'll get in the car once they discover and we'll talk, say a few words to each other. Oh, geez, anyway, I can keep you all night. Oh, we stay with you. Can we just can't keep you? Oftentimes I may, but a lot of times I don't. Because I've said on the other shows, you know, your back is out to me and I don't want to be a part of it. But I know how to watch mine. <laughs> Real easy. Anywhere I go, doesn't matter where I'm at. Be in Beverly Hills. I can be on the backside of downtown in L.A. Doesn't matter. On the dark side of Hollywood. See, I'm tucked over there. I got to be over there. I'm, that's the ride. It's right there. So I got to be there. So I got to know what's going on, man. I should know what's going on with me, how ready I am. That's my genius on that level. I have I have to have it. And it's got to be built in. If it's not built in, then I better acquire the skill of being a G. I better get a skill set with this genius so I can move, you know, around the town and be okay. So I know many like that. Many, many. Many see them all the time. I don't have to say anything to them. I just see them. So the brand of genius go along all like what brand? Okay, it's like I have Bill Holmes. Oh, you Bill Holmes? Yeah. What brand? I have a buddy that's proficient in it. Shout out to Chris. Proficient in building. See, so he can step to you and say that and tell you about it. So your brand of genius, you have to I wouldn't be able to give the show if I wouldn't be able to at least give you a portion, a great portion of what made is And the portion. In my opinion, if I was a listener out there listening to me because I listen to me, I, I need to feel it. I need to feel what you're saying to say that you're made and what you're saying. If I listen to the show, I can get cut a certain way. If I listen and apply some of the things you're talking about, I can. You know, get a reflection of what you're talking about on myself. Hopefully it's like I've done many, many made many. Under situations, whereas we just we're there, that's where we are and that's what it is. How the grace of God happen to be here now. So, yeah, you have to feel that. It has to be real. So. You know, it's like. There's certain things just don't go together. And I got to go back to Tupac. Love the young guy. Knew him personally out here. So it's like, you know, for him to have, they got Thug Life tatted on him. And a few guys now follow that and put the Thug Life on him. And that's what it is. You know, it's part of, it's, it's a culture. I get that. But to be an entertainer in a Thug does not go together because a thug never should have his back out 
entertainers have their backs out, even with the security. It doesn't matter. Look, this is Hollywood, Beverly Hills and all that. Get shot right up on Sunset Boulevard, right in the high end area. Doesn't matter where you're at. Doesn't matter who you're with, where you're going, where you was, where you're from. Doesn't none of that. So it's like if you're an entertainer, you shouldn't have your back out like that. Meaning if you're at a show, your back is out. If you're doing the show, your back is out. To not to hundreds, maybe thousands of people. So your back is out. And I get it about the entertainment level of, you know, thugging on music and all that. I get that. And you got to keep it real. You got to bag it up by just, you know, living a lifestyle or whatever, whatever. But some of that stuff got to make sense because that's like a knockoff version to me. It's just, it doesn't equate. They just don't go together. Like oil and water. Because if you're an entertainer, your back is out. Not if your back is out. Your back is out if you're an entertainer. Somebody's looking at your back. Somewhere. If you're an entertainer, somebody's looking at your back. Back of your head, the back of your neck, your shoulder blades. Somebody looking at your back if you're an entertainer. Beyonce, Jay-Z, it doesn't matter who it is. Somebody's looking at your back. So, I don't know. That's like a target. But the thing is, uh, and I realized that we're, you know, and it's a, I'm an older gentleman. And I'm grounded in today's times. I'm, bl- I'm blessed to be grounded in today's times, being an old gentleman. And, you know, right now it's like with the music and just the way and I associated the tats on the face with society. And then it's a, it's a movement and it's a culture, you know, and everything goes together and everybody don't partake in it. But... Everybody of that culture know what it is, put it that way. And not just may not partake in it, but could be uh, be affected behind it or by it because it's a culture. And wherever the culture is, there it is. That's where it's at. So it doesn't matter. So I understand that that's a new version we're dealing with today. And not to liken it to any past day or anything like that, because I'm one who doesn't live in the past day. I'm grateful to have the tools I have from those days to apply them to this day for my life. May not work the same way for the next person. No, for my life, it works well for me. And at the same time, I'm very appreciative, very appreciative, especially of the youth and how they're pushing their own line out there. But it's just when you see something, for me anyway, it doesn't matter how old you are, where you're from, what you're doing, especially when you step to a certain way of life. When you step out there, it's, it's looked at. You know, it doesn't matter. It's not saying who's saying anything about it. That's nothing. That's just talk. Talking about the action takers. See, it's like the youngster at Triple X again. I got to go back to him. And it, it hurts me to my heart every time I think about the youngster because he's, I can see the goodness in the kid and his music too. To this day, I still listen to it. 
he's 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 gonna be uh, he's gonna be good. So, but somebody was on him when they heard. That's all. Somebody who was with it and who will do it was on him when they heard. That's all it was. And made a move quick to get over there. So it's a blink. And it's like, that's just life. So that's the brand of genius and whatever it is, just the Riz knockoff version and so forth. And that was something that was on my mind because that brand of genius even go to the brand of your pastor, your favorite pastor. I mean, I listened to many various, I got a couple of rabbis this to, a pastor I to, quite a few people that I just listen to. I just like to listen to it. And there's nothing wrong with listening to whatever it is you like to listen to. That's it. Whatever it is. Even this show, which I've been <laughs> very grateful for. But whatever it is you like to listen to, it's okay. As long as it's okay with you and you don't feel guilty and looking around sneaky. Whatever it is you, you're doing and listening to, it's okay for you to listen to. But usually the things you take in come out somewhere. Like the things I take in for fodder, you know, I talk about on the show. The things I took in my eyes, in my with, with my eye, I saw through my vision and my views of it, I give on this show. And it's the things that I've taken in throughout the week or throughout the month or, you know, whatever. And uh, it's just a great thing to be able to do that, and especially... Stemming from where I was and, you know, where I've been, some of the experiences I've had living in this time now, being able to utilize that and assist with that, it's just a huge deal for me. You know, and it tells me that I'm on the right track with what I'm doing and I can share that with someone else and give them an idea to share whatever that, you know, whatever they have. With another. And, um, and, you know, I get that quite a bit when I'm in my travels during the week when I'm driving. <laughs> and I'll get a client. I have one one client in particular. You know, he talked about the homeless thing. And I mentioned uh, the show I had done on here about. One 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 drive, and it's just so crazy. One drive, uh, like a GoFundMe for a family. You know, just take through the whole family, just do whatever. Let them have that per family. You see, and that'll that'll go over great. So the thing is, uh, there was a guy and his wife that had a guy, a homeless guy, on the GoFundMe page and raised four hundred thousand, half a million dollars for the guy. And had the guy living in their driveway in the camper all while they, you know, spending the money. They say he had a drug problem, so they want to trust it. Now, that's the fire station right next door to the studio here. So, guys, yeah, just say a prayer to whoever they're en route to for the people that uh, may be in some type of turmoil or trouble. That's what I was always taught to do. Siren was to reflect on uh, who may be in you know some type of some type of trouble or danger. So yeah, 
and uh, they were letting the guy they bought a trailer or a camper or whatever and put it in their driveway, right? And allow the guy to sleep there all while they spend the <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? So now the court ordered them to give the money to the guy, whatever you have left, 200000 whatever you whatever you got, hand it over. But he's a drug addict. They'll probably get it right back as soon as they hand it to him. So I don't know. Just have a bag of dope with it. When you hand them the money, have some dope. It's just <laughs> I'm sure they'll have some type of trick up their sleeve to get it back because that's a lot of money just to fork over to a guy that they figured that, you know, they got away with. And they're not going to jail. That's the crazy part. But, you know, it's crazy. That's where we live in, right? So I was talking to my client along those lines, and he's like, damn, that's a great idea. So we're looking into that because that one per family type of GoFundMe, and it was amazing that the 400000 it was four, what was 14,000 people that donated. That's a lot of people quickly amassing that type of, you know, finding that type of money for this particular guy. Imagine for a family. It changed the whole trajectory of their life, everything. So that'd be great. So we're in talks on that. And I just feel like, you know, something along those lines could assist in what, you know, we always talk about on the show is the homeless population here, especially here in Los Angeles. I mean, this is like the capital of homelessness. And I was just talking to a buddy of mine just the other day. He said, Gee, you know what, man, you it was the other day you were telling me what blazes me, man, but you're telling me out of all the stuff you be saying, what? Now you told me about downtown the bean line. I'm like, yeah, man, the bean line is no joke. And that consists of the Salvation Army back when they were active because now they're gone from downtown Skid Row. And what they had was a line, just a ladle of beans, a slice of bread, and a cup of water, tin cup. And it's just keep moving on a paper plate. And that's just a cold, that's to have been on all levels of incarceration, from the dungeons to club fed, playing golf. Tennis. I've never, I mean, I've ever seen anything like that. That impacted me more than anything ever in my life. And I've seen some things that will make you do a flip inside your own body and come back out through your a-hole if you can. But nothing has impacted me like that bean line, because that was, I'm like, I'm like, damn, this is like whole life right here. Kids, babies and stroll the same, just like they stroll down Melrose, what I see anyway. And Beverly, in the high-end strollers with the nice bounce and the good wheels on, you know, the good strollers. The, the same type of people just don't have anything. People downtown with the strollers and the babies with nothing in that bean line. So I saw some different type of people coming through there, different colors, different gender, different looks. And that's something that stays with me. And it's like, uh, man, I say, 
But early in the show, I said I'm not a horrified guy. I don't get horrified. But that's the only that brought that's the closest thing that brought me to it. That that tore me up because I was like, wow. And I worked on the line, so I had to, you know, keep it in my chest. Whatever I was feeling, I had to just keep it in my chest, which I did. So that was just on top of it. That's just a cold scene. Like a movie that's not a movie. You know. Like like little orphan Annie. Here she comes with the little locks, the little curls. With the tattered uh, dress and the apron on. You could write her in there. And then the other little girl with the scarf around her head with nothing. Just got on the dress that she had on just for a long time. Dirt. You can see it. You can see the dirt. And he's sliding through the line. It wasn't a, and I've seen lines, I've seen prison lines where you have to walk through the child line. They look better, the trays. All levels of prison, all the trays, any trade, the worst food, Lubbock, put it that way, Lubbock, for anyone ever listened to any other podcast, Lubbock, Texas, the worst trail I've ever seen. You have to go through that jail I mentioned on the show to get to. Big Spring, Texas, the joint down there. That's Club Med, Club Fed. That's where the Club Med name came from, Barbara Walters, the whole show. That was this joint they did the filming at, Big Spring, Texas. But you got to go through Lubbock, Texas and stay at Mayberry RFD for a night. One night. That's the hardest time I've ever done in my life. One night. That's all you got to make it. You probably won't sleep. So it was like that. Yeah, but the bean line is very humbling. And I know what it is. I know what it is. Even the stuff you don't see today because the bean line is not down there. So it's like, but the problem's still there. The people still there. Little Orphan Annie and the rest of them are still there. They're still there. But the Salvation Army, the bean line that I once you know, ladled beans for, they're not there. Big building, both of them, female and male building, they're gone on each corner, gone. It's just a, it's a haunted house. I drive by there all the time. I'm on Skid Row, I'm down there all the time. And it's a haunted house, a big haunted building. You can't even look at it. It's a haunted building. So, how did that happen? But at any rate, uh, it's just a bad scene. So you have to do everything you can. Because I know it's a lot of people down there that didn't want that, man. It's a lot down there that, that can ha- they can hang, like jail. It's not like jail, but I'm going to liken it to jail. That's what I'm going to do. So like jail, you got some guys that's in jail and just like me and guests can do jail. I'm going to do jail. It's going to look easy to you. It is not easy. It's going to look easy to you because I'm going to do jail. Jail's not going to do me. I'm going to do jail. How's that? So it's got, you got people down there that I'm going to do. They literally do skid row. They do it. It's a life way of life, a lifestyle. They got it. Don't worry. I'm cool. I'm all right. They're, they're all of that. 
It's a lifestyle. They got it. I'm, I'm okay. He's okay. Got his phones, talking on it, walking, doing his thing. Clean, tennis shoes, everything. He got it. It's all right for him. He's seen worse. And he's got it right now. You can just tell. You can look at him and tell. I just nod. Hey, good looking, man. Because I get it. He's got it. But you got some that don't get it and you got some that can't get it. Because it's a cold, fuck it type place. See? It's real easy to say fuck it if you're down there and you're already under. So you can wake up on a good, you know, a good one. You know, it's like a lot of us wake up saying a prayer. You know, kneeling down on the bedside. But it's easy to wake up down there with a fuck it, just waking up on some concrete or a tent or whatever else you got that you put together for that night. Bench, if you can come up. You know, something like that. It's a different type of wake up. So, you know, a different type of message and a different type of caring and rendering and handing out and all that stuff got to be dealt to those type, you know, hand, different type of hand got to be dealt to those type of people doing that. I'm going to say it just like that because it's a different type of deal down there. It's not normal. It's not normal. Every day, like I say, I wake up, I can kneel on my bunk, my bed right here, even in jail, kneel on your bunk and say a prayer. But a person shouldn't have to go to jail to get a better tray or a better bunk so he can kneel, say a prayer, or get up, brush his teeth, and hang, you know, calm his hell. He shouldn't have to go to jail to do that. Seemed like it. But it look a lot better than down there, to what I've seen. You know, I got to say, I'm not saying go to jail for anybody that can't make it. Don't go to jail. I said earlier, now's that time to go to jail anyway. So, <laughs> please don't take that advice. But no, seriously. It's a mess down there. But they shouldn't have to be incarcerated to get a hot meal in a cot. Now, I didn't say three hots in a cot, because that's what <laughs> you don't get that anymore. But a hot one, you know, you can get that in a cot. So it's just, it's, it's, it's a mess. So being made, I mean, it just goes right in there simply because, say, you never know. Simply put, you just never know. Surely I don't. I'm not here to say I know. I'm like, I'm just here to say that, as I used to say before on the show, if anyone, or if you know anyone, that may be in the situation. And I used to say that to people about people that's going through a jail situation or being ready to get incarcerated. Because I've talked to a few people since being, you know, back to the free world who are about to go do a bit. And some have uh, returned back to society. It's been uh, what, a couple of years, six, seven years ago now for one guy. So It's like it's the thing, but it's not just not about that only. And I mean, for anyone, any youngster, I can just get to bend his ear a little that may listen to me because quite a few youngsters allow me in their world. You know, I shoot it. I can shoot it. I shoot it if I have to. So they allow me in their world, even inside. And if you do that, then I can align you with some things just man to man that we talk about right here on the show. The, the moment I know that I have youngsters that's 
you know, can hear me and what I'm saying on this show. A, a lot what I say on this show will, oh, I'll add to it, it won't change, but I'll add to it because that's the ear I really, really, really want to get to because I really, and that's why I start the show by saying, or made the topic of the show, what type of brand, you know, what, what brand is your genius? And not to beat anybody up or challenge your brand or what it is like. No, respect your brand and recognize your brand, but saying what level is it on? Is it real? You have to you look at it for yourself because you don't want to get in the position whereas your back is out. And nobody can watch it for you. Nobody. Not real. Nobody can watch your back. It's just can't. So you can watch your front. Sorta. Of. But can't nobody can watch your back. It's not like that. It's not the way the real world works. <laughs> doesn't work that way. So the best thing you can do is just know really what you're achieving, what you're trying to do out there, because the message that you can send the wrong message, and it's just like I've seen so much transpire here in Los Angeles, which is the capital of all the shit. Whatever you want, whatever it is you want, this is the capital for, I don't care what anyone tell you, this the capital for it here. Whatever you want to do, whatever you're trying to do, however you're trying to do it, right here. Tech doesn't matter what it is here. I didn't say up north, Silicon Valley. I see it. I didn't say New York. I see it right here. Everything happens. So it's a possible city. I encourage anyone, you know, follow your dreams and Drive hard when you're following. I mean, go towards come out of there like LeBron James. That's my favorite saying. If I'm going to motivate a person or tell a person that something that can help him or her or myself, you got to come out of the house like LeBron James. The way he goes to the hoop. The way he goes to the hoop when he's starting at the half court driving, you better get out of his way. It's the only thing you can do is get out of his way. Yet again, one choice. You only have one. So these are the things when you just want to leave one choice. One choice. Chances are if you come out like that, motivated, hyped up, doing whatever you do, you're going to lead one choice. To put it on a smaller scale for me, when someone gets in my car, my hello, again, I'm going to go back to that because it's so simple. After my hello, I'm giving them one choice, period. That's it. But that's after my hello. My hello is going to be blended in with my hello. The one choice, their response to my hello is going to be one choice. Unless I just got a maniac, then okay, I just got to handle that with a different, you know, different way or whatever. But one choice, it goes with a smile, it goes with a hello, it goes with the melody as well. Like even for the show now, I got like I'm in the middle here. I mean, because I got a, I got some drama stuff I could say, and I got some uh, some upper tone stuff I could say. So I just basically stay in the middle right now because I'm basically I'm an even keel type of person anyway. 
And I want to keep the conversation in the blend like that as well as the topic and all the fodder. You know, it's like that. So that way you can just you can keep all your choices. I keep mine. So I don't want to, you know, I don't have to beat anybody up. No one has to beat me up for having a certain choice or anything. So it's about all it is is about me. And if you can associate it with that, associate with that, what I just said, then it's about you. That me turns into you. But if it don't, it's back to me because it's just me anyway. But if you can identify, then the me also, you're welcome. You can become you. You can become part of that me to fully stretch it out for you and give it all to you. So the thing is, we're just here to just drive towards being better. Man, because just this week with Aretha Franklin, Queen been there a long time, sung a lot of songs. So he made a lot of people feel good. The Queen of England, back to that, had the guys with the horns play the song. That's something they don't do over there. People freaked out looking around. They're looking around. This come from the queen, man, for the queen. So that was just a big deal right there. But that told me this week with John McCain and the queen, and it made me think of my mom as well as my sister, rest in peace for all four of them, as well as anyone out there listening who have any loved ones that have moved on, that the process Right now, man, it's the process is cool. The process. I mean, I'm getting it, getting it, getting it, getting it. The faces in the audience are John McCain's service as well as the Queen's. Just the faces told a lot of stories. It's a somber, serious deal. And what's more serious is why you're alive. So while I'm alive, I need to do all I can do and like this show and my music, which is on Apple and Spotify on the G Blackwell like the mammal. You know, and the talks that I do and have and say and, you know, and the associations I I encounter and the new associations that I make. Because I'm not a guy really looking to meet a whole lot of new people. But the thing is, the new associations, that's important. It's just, you know, just want to be able to give that and continue to give that. And I want to thank each and everyone, especially that one person who always listened to the show this week. And uh, as you listen to the podcast and tell a friend Take care of yourself and those around you. Peace.